but I also thought there was a lot of like comedic like scenes that they were trying to force happen that just wasn't funny at all. Like there was no reason that they should have been there in the first place. It just made me want to go to sleep too during when we watched it. And then <laughs> a lot, a lot of, I'm sorry for being too harsh. Welcome, everybody, to a win is a win podcast. I am Sam Cookie. I am joined with H Double and Maddie B today. We are very excited because today we're bringing back our little movie Monday series. Uh, the first movie that we elected to watch and review together uh, is the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, it just came out this year, and we're going to share our thoughts on it. We all watched it last night, so we are excited to talk about it. But first of all, if you guys remember, a couple of episodes ago now, we uh, created a challenge within ourselves to bet on who would make the best MLB fantasy team. And the voters decided that Charles's team was the worst, and he still has to do a punishment. So we want to take a few minutes before we jump into the movie review to talk a little bit about Charles's punishment and have him go through it our little gauntlet matt and i we took we took a a fair bit to decide how harsh your punishment should be charles and i think we came on a conclusion to a good one Uh, matt do you do you want to kind of explain it yeah so charles do you believe that you're smarter than a fifth grader i'm currently frozen well (laughs) i would hope so Well, we're going to test that out today. That is your challenge and punishment. We have procured 10 questions for you, (laughs) Charles, of are you smarter than a fifth grader? And now here's the catch. You have to get nine out of 10 correct. So 90% because, I mean, you are, you have graduated college. You're definitely older than a fifth grader. So we thought 90% would be great. However, if you lose the punishment, The thumbnail of this next video is of you as a clown because you got clowned on by fifth graders. (laughs) Yes. We are very excited to test your knowledge on this. Um, I think you'll do okay. You did graduate college, so. uh, I'm not not too mad about that. I I thought it would be a little worse. I'm okay with being a clown if I have to be. I think it was the, the jokes about the one chip challenge I got to you. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do that just yet, at least. But no, now here's the thing. Now, if it's like our season-long NFL record one, then yeah, that one's oh, a little bit yeah. more intense. Yeah, but you one, know, that one will be pretty intense. However, for this, oh man, you know what's awesome is I haven't even started the timer because I just am so excited. Rip, here we go. Oh, yeah. um, oh no, <laughs> it's okay. Um, however. For the questions, I think, are we giving him 30 seconds to answer or? Um, yeah, 30 seconds would be fine. That or a oh minute. God. I was thinking about a minute. I don't know if Charles has struggled too hard with these questions, but. That's why I'm thinking. They're, I'm, how about this? We'll meet in the middle. Give you like 40. We'll give you like 40 okay. seconds to answer. Yeah, that's fine. And and if he if he goes a little bit off topic, then that's fine too. Yeah. But uh, I've procured, I've procured 10 of the finest questions even a fifth grader can answer charles so don't let us down you have around 45 seconds to answer answer each one and if you get less than nine then i will photoshop you as a clown for this thumbnail for the episode if you get more than nine then you have our respect so uh, i think without further ado oh actually i will say really quickly too um, i made sure to go through all the different topics for these questions so there's a little geography, math, history. Oh, no. oh, no. It's going to test all of your sides of the brain on this. Hey, I, I will Sam say. And I, Sam and I have obviously seen both, have seen the questions. They're not too hard. There might be some little, little tricky if you don't think about it. Yeah. But uh, you should be here. Man, I only think good. about what I got to do at my job, man. <laughs> I don't think about any of this other stuff that's, anymore. That's what, I, dude, that's what I told Matt, too, when I was making these. I was that's like, why I, I feel guess, like I'm going to fail. I guess to me, I feel like it's a little bit easier, but I mean, that's because I just finished school. So I was still in that school mode, you know? 
Yeah, I guess that's true. But all um, right, let's do it. I guess. Yeah, obviously you can't you can't look like research on the computer to get the answers for these two. But um, Matt, if you want, we could alternate. What What do you have? What What's going to happen if you catch me cheating? Oh, um, you're automatically clowned another punishment. <laughs> it keeps going until you not cheat. To challenge. No, I won't. I won't cheat. Challenge. I promise. Yeah, you won't. But uh, Matt, if you have the questions pulled up, I figured we could just alternate. Questions. um yeah let me get into my little word document real quick okay well while you do that um charles if you're ready we can jump into the first question and i'll just keep track of if he's gotten it right or wrong i won't tell you the correct answer yet until the end but i've got okay. i've got which ones are correct and which ones aren't so i'll write them down so are you ready sure or are you smarter than a fifth grader uh I'm letting it soak in a little bit. Okay. So the first question. Which is the fastest bird on foot? Is it A, an ostrich, B, a sparrow, an eagle, or a woodpecker? It is A ostrich. Okay. I think that is correct. Oh, I didn't know if you're gonna well, tell yeah, I, I, I don't know if you're gonna tell me until the end or not. We're gonna okay. I guess we're gonna tell you it's correct. Now. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, it's, no, it's okay. You can, you can, you guys, it's, okay. it's your guys are, are hosting it. Yeah. So well, I feel like it's just like, I feel like we're, we're going to do it that way just because, you know. When I get um, one wrong, the pressure is on. Well, yeah. Well, also when you, if you've ever watched, are you trying to learn fifth grader, which I did whenever I was growing up, they tell you if you're correct or not, you know, right as you answer it. So yeah, that is true. It's a little bit more, more based intense. On actual TV show. Yeah, intense. Exactly. So number two. Second question. Yeah, I can do number two. Yeah. What planet is closest to Earth? Venus, Earth, Saturn, or Mercury? Uh-oh. Mm, uh-oh. <laughs> uh Venus, what are the others? Mercury. Earth, Saturn, Mercury. Why would they put Earth as an option? Is that just a stupid trick? I don't know. I, that wouldn't make sense. How could I mean, Earth be closest to Earth, right? I mean, I mean, I can't help you, dude. I don't know the solar system at all. Uh, I know Mars is next to us, but that's not one of the options. <laughs> so it's it's not Saturn. So it's either Venus or Mercury for process elimination. Oh gosh, I guess I'm just gonna take a man. Solar system's not my not my jam. I guess I'll just guess Mercury. Final answer is Mercury. Yeah, I guess so. Charles, you are correct. See, that's what got me through tests, process of elimination. Yeah, process of elimination. <laughs> you, you knock out two and you go, okay, I got a 50% chance, you know. Number three, a heptagon is a shape with how many sides? Is it five, six, seven, or eight? I know it's not five or six. It's seven because eight's octagon, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to go seven. Because six is hexagon and five is pentagon, so seven. That is correct. Shout out to my clip Pretty lash answer. So far, so far, so good. So far, you're three for three. Here we Shout go. Shout out to my, Sam, my, my clip lash answer for the, <laughs> I got rid of two. I knew it wasn't pentagon or hexagon, yeah. so five or six. Process right. elimination. Yeah. So number four, how long is one regular term for a U.S. representative? One year? Two years, what? four years, or six years? How this long is definitely is something we learned back then. Term for a U.S. Yeah. representative. We definitely learned that back then. I know that. Yes, <laughs> no clue. I have any idea what that is now. Because yeah. I'm be one of the worst guys about when it comes to politics. I don't know crap about politics. I don't care <laughs> to know about politics. Um, <laughs> representative? Oh, my. I don't know, man. <laughs> I have no clue. This is, I mean, obviously, I know a president's four for one term, but like, right. I don't know. Representative is a lot of things. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. It represents. Well, things. this is a shot in the dark. I guess I'll go with uh, four because I don't know what else. Is. That answer is incorrect. It is two years. And just so you know, Charles, that's why we have midterm elections every two years. That's what they call oh, midterm. 
Thank yeah. you. That's how yeah, I remember there you it go. the terms. All right. Well, that's, that's okay. You've gone through four questions. You've only <laughs> hey, you're one. Questions. Hey, you're three or four. Yeah, you three just gotta get right. You're fine. You got this. Right. All right. Number five. Which I think you'll get this one. Mm -hmm. Which of the following states is not on the Gulf of Mexico? Is it Georgia, Alabama, Texas, or Florida? Um, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, or Florida? Mm -hmm. Well, based off geography, I know Mexico is like right below, you know, Texas, obviously. And so Florida is the furthest away. So that'd make the most sense because I know. They're kind of all in a line there. Florida's the most east of those states. Because they're all, all those states, I think, are on the coast. Or on, like, they're touching the ocean, but I couldn't really tell you that for sure. So, man, <laughs> how am I supposed to know this? I don't know. I'll just go Florida because it's oh. the furthest away from Mexico. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think, I think from this point on, Matt, we shouldn't reveal the answers just in case if Charles doesn't make it. I still want him to answer all the questions. So mm. the answer all right, that one's that one was wrong then, wasn't it? I I'm no. not gonna tell you that. We can't say it could be. We're it could saying. be. I mean, okay. we're just that's a good that's a good point because they're you, definitely he could say you know what I don't want to answer them more. You, so. Yeah, you also had a good thought process. The Gulf of Mexico is right there, so I mean. Matt, so without further ado, we go to question six, Charles. Yes. What is the lowest prime number out of these answers? Zero. Prime numbers, huh? One. Two. Three. What's a prime number again? I actually don't even remember. I have. What is a prime? What is I haven't a used prime a prime number, number in forever <laughs> i literally haven't used a prime number in forever i don't think i don't think if you asked that to like jeff jeff fox or that he would tell you what a prime is here how about this i will help you charles not Are you to... ready oh okay sure i will give you the definition of a prime number okay sympathy, okay. sympathy prime number is this one of my hands? Right. a prime <laughs> yeah. number is a natural number greater than one that is not a product of two smaller natural numbers. And we'll give you an example because, you know, this is not part of the list. For example, five is a prime because the only ways of writing it as a product, one times five or five times one, involves five itself. So there you go. It's like the spelling bee. Can you give a definition? Uh, <laughs> what in the world? I think that, man. So five is a prime number, huh? Yep. Uh, yeah, five is a prime number, but we want to know what is the lowest prime number. Out of this list, which is zero, one, two, three. Well, if it's greater than one, it has to be two or three. So hey, we'll, there use, you that go. Context. we'll use that nice context job. clue. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I've, from what I remember from maybe like literally fifth grade, because I remember learning about primers in fifth grade. I feel like I remember someone answering this question. I feel like they said two. So for some reason, it just speaks to me, but I'm only doing that based off of a, a faint memory I think I have. So I'm going to go two, but I, I'm not going to use the actual logic behind it. So I'm going to go two. Okay. Well, we definitely gave you a hint for that. We have, we, you get you got I had that was kind of in the, the front of my head because I remember someone legit answering that question because I think that question got asked in my class, my mm -hmm. math class, like what is the lowest prime number? And someone was like two. That just seems like that happened. So I'm gonna go two. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't actually tell you that that's the, the math behind it though. The best. But right. Yeah. I, I will write and Sam, you're keeping track of his answers. I am, yeah. Okay, we will good. go ahead and move on to the next question. Charles, I think you'll get this too. What is oh, the largest thanks. South American country by area? Oh. Is it Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, or Chile? Chile. Sorry. Brazil, Mexico. Brazil's pretty big. I know Argentina that. Or Chile. So what what what's it largest by? He said? Area. Area. Largest area. South American country. I know Argentina's big too, though. One of those two, I think. 
Mexico all... isn't even South American, right? Isn't it Central? Whatever. Anyways, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I think it's. I think Brazil is the obvious answer because when you look at a map, it's really big. But I'm pretty sure Argentina actually might be because for some reason I'm. I don't know. Argentina is. I'm just gonna go Argentina. Okay. Probably wrong, but whatever. I took I took uh three Spanish classes in my life, and <laughs> didn't pay attention to any of them. So well, the only ones who don't speak Spanish on that list is Brazil. So. I'm just guessing Argentina, but all right. Whatever. All right. Three more questions. Number eight. Who is the first person to set foot on the moon? Buzz Aldrin, Alan Shepard, Neil Armstrong, Sally Ride. Pretty sure that uh that Buzz name sounds familiar. Like people are like, oh, it's actually him, not Neil Armstrong, but people might I feel like that the I don't even know actually it's one of those two Buzz or Neil. For some reason that Buzz name sounds familiar and I don't know why. You might be thinking of Buzz Lightyear. No, I I thank you, but I know that's not it. Uh, why? Man, it's one of those two, but I really have no idea. Not that it even matters, honestly. I don't know. I guess I'll just go. Uh. I don't know, Neil Armstrong. Okay. Man, who knows? I've probably gotten six out of ten. Let's just let's wrap this up. Let's just rapid fire. Which <laughs> I did did you, who did you, who did you choose, Charles? I said Neil Armstrong, but the uh the science museum in St. Louis probably told you about that. <laughs> no, I don't think it did. All right, rapid fire. Let's let's get these done. We're yeah. taking too long. <laughs> Number nine. I'm not gonna overthink these. Let's just go. I think it's part of this punishment is mind games, but the word, the word carefully is an example of what type of word is it an adverb, an adjective, a verb, or a pronoun? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. You should have paid attention in the English class, Charles. Who, who cares? I don't need that in my day-to-day <laughs> life anyways. Who I don't cares? need to know what an adjective is. I need to know what I need to say to my freaking boss. Oh my God. Okay, well, um, carefully sounds like what is what is, I'm just gonna go adjective. I don't even care about what the other two are. Okay. Matt, do you want to take <laughs> Let's go, one? just get it done. Give the last one. Last question. You ready? What state is the Grand Canyon in? New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado. I know it's not Colorado. Grand Canyon is in oh man. Oh, you should know this one. I, this one, I wish I knew. Yeah. I should know this one. Grand Canyon. No, I awesome. just went there. I'm gonna you... guess it's. I think it's. So New Mexico. It's New Mexico or Arizona. I think. I don't think it's Nevada. So it's one of the two. I think it's Arizona. I think. Okay. But well, I don't know for sure. Answers okay. have gone in. Uh, I want to take a second to process these answers. How 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 uh, unbelievably dumb they are. Yeah. Uh yeah, I won't say that, but I do have I do have your official score. This was a good punishment. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah it's it's fun. Thanks for the little. Thanks for the little uh, lesson. I feel a little smarter yeah. now. It well, this might also remind you to go back to campus. You might need oh, to realize things. Should I? So, Charles, I will tell you this: you got. Six, correct. Unfortunately, you. you did Thank not you. meet the nine answer threshold. So Thank you leave Photoshop to look like a clown at this thumbnail. Okay. I know you're so embarrassed by that, but uh, um you don't even have to tell me the right answers. Let's just talk about the movie. No. <laughs> okay. No. no, we have to tell you the right answer so you can learn. I like it. That's true. You I don't want to learn. You need to learn. It's part of your punishment. <laughs> I don't want to learn. Matt and it's I made the decision. It's your punishment. So U.S. representatives, Matt did say, midterms are every two years. Representatives, uh, they switch out every two years. You said four. Er, which of the following states is not on the Gulf of Mexico? You had the right thought process, but Georgia is landlocked. There's Louisiana under it. It doesn't really well, have and, big And Florida as well. The Florida Panhandle is uh, underneath. Mm-hmm. 
Georgia. So uh, largest South American country, you guess Argentina. That was a good guess. I would have guessed that too if I didn't see the answer, but it was actually Brazil. You had that on the tongue, but no dice. Sorry, and Brazil. The, the one you didn't care about, the word carefully is an example of what I think you said adjective is it was an adverb. You're gonna have to know that to like talk to your boss or something. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Sorry, yeah, I'll be sure to keep okay. that in mind. Well, yeah, that was it was fun playing that. Uh Charles, uh, expect yourself in like a, a big clown nose and, and a rainbow afro in the thumbnail right. tonight. But uh, I will, I will expect yeah. that. Yeah. I just won't upload the video. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you just won't upload the video. Okay. That was that was that was fun. I mean, yeah, it took me back a little bit. Because yeah. I definitely remember learning all that stuff in that time. So yeah. I think Matt yeah. and I were pretty curious too on how, how many of those you would get right. What was your what was your prediction? Did, you, did I do worse than you guys thought? I, I, thought, did honestly, I thought you were I thought you were gonna get eight or nine, honestly. Uh, like I, the I think who, I did right where I thought I would. Like the one, like the adverb one, I would have gotten wrong because I suck at English. That one I knew would have gotten wrong. The rest of them, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm pretty confident I could have got all those. I was being a little bit more lenient. I thought I would have given you like seven or eight questions as like a threshold. Because I probably would have answered like six or five correctly too. I underachieved then. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I thought they're a little bit easier, but I guess they weren't. I'm really surprised you. I'm surprised you got the Florida, the Georgia one wrong. I was like, yeah, I was. Oh, first. he's doing it right, and he's like all the way east. I'm like, bro, uh -huh. that thing is a freaking peninsula. Like, if we learned that in like fifth uh -huh. grade, like, <laughs> there's three uh -huh. bodies of water around it. Yeah, and why do I care? <laughs> How does this affect me? Uh, I don't Florida. You're gonna be messy one <laughs> these days. Going to enter Miami game. He's yeah, bro. Am I bro, I was almost, I was kind of sad whenever you like. Didn't know the I'm Grand Canyon was in Arizona. I was like, bro, you're a Suns fan. Like, no, no, no. I, I just had to, I had to think about it. I had to think about it. I the one that like truly I should know that I didn't get was probably the midterm one. That <laughs> yeah. one's probably pretty embarrassing as an American to oh, not know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I blame yeah, Kevin. Okay. I blame Kevin. I won't say why, but that's why some, that's why it's really funny whenever like the people go on the street and ask americans like random questions like hey what do you think about this and they're like uh or like hey do you know the answer to this and they're like oh i don't know and you're just like oh gosh yeah well, we re we, you really use that freedom huh yeah we do <laughs> we do you don't even pay yeah. attention to how things are run <laughs> <laughs> so anyways there you go charles hopefully that was a decent punishment not it was not too horrible the only no. thing is now we've already spent a lot of time on it so the movie <laughs> we don't have much time for apparently apparently it's okay we have yeah. we have time for the movie don't worry okay so let's Matt's get started with it yeah we'll get started so as sam noted we watched Dungeons and dragons uh was it city of thieves or something honor like that thieves honor among thieves sorry honor among thieves yeah um we all watched it on Paramount Plus. Um, it did get released in theaters. I want to say about three months ago. I think, um, and has Chris Prine and Dom's girlfriend and freaking Fast and Furious. I forget what her name is, um, and a couple other people. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a decent movie. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Uh, that's kind of the main overview. It goes off of like the popular game Dungeons and Dragons. Um, obviously they say stuff that's like, bro, what the freak is going on? Like with like some of the names and stuff like, oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, that's kind of the thing about Dungeons and Dragons. You kind of have to play to know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was your guys' overall opinions, thoughts, and then we'll probably get into ratings and call her good. Was, so yeah, that was floor. probably my exact thoughts on the movie. Uh, I thought it was okay. Um, if I knew a little bit more behind like the context of Dungeons and Dragons and it like a lot of random stuff didn't just happen because like if I knew beforehand that it was actually based more on like the actual game, I would have liked it a little bit more. But it wasn't too bad. Uh, I have the IMDB page up. So it did star Chris Pine as the main protagonist. Um, I believe Michelle Rodriguez, he was the like the the wife that came in a little bit later in the movie not chris pine's like original wife but like well she wasn't his wife 
there, she was just a really good friend like, that you know, like more a partner. Was like that mother mother figure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it also starred Roger Jean Page. Don't ask me who that is. It it just has the name on there. Um, but yeah, uh, I it was very fun to watch visually. Uh, like I said, I would have enjoyed the movie a little bit more if I knew the context behind the actual game Dungeons and Dragons. I've never played it. it. The movie was pretty true to the actual game, I believe. Um, I think I would have appreciated a few of the scenes a lot more instead of just being confused as to what was happening. If I knew like what it was supposed to be, it'd be like, oh, that's actually a bard or like, oh, that's a dungeon master or whatever. Like, oh, they. so obviously we're going to give out spoilers on the movie and this will be one. During the later parts of the movie, um, I believe all the main characters as a party, they get sent into this little arena and they have to go through a maze. I believe that's that's pretty true to Dungeons and Dragons too as well. I was pretty confused when it first started. I was like, why is this all happening? You know, but yeah, if I knew a little bit more beforehand, I would have enjoyed the movie more, but I still thought it was okay. I talked with Kevin after and he explained a little bit more about the actual characters in Dungeons and Dragons and how they were portrayed in the movie. But I actually, since I'm not really a big I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not a big, I guess, player. Uh, I wouldn't say not a big fan because I've never tried it, but I don't really know much about it. For me personally watching the movie, I didn't necessarily think I had to know about the game to follow the movie. I like You could kind of just get a gauge of what each person brought to the table. Like the sorcerer, you knew what he could do. You knew what the druid could do. You knew what uh, the barbarian could do. And so it was actually easy for me to still follow, even not knowing the game, because you kind of saw what they were out to do and what each of them brought to the table and what they needed. And so, yeah, for me personally, I didn't actually need to know exactly what the characters were in a Dungeons and Dragons game. I was still able to follow it. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it could be a plot of a video game in a way where, you know, you got to go like a like an RPG story game and you do the story that they did in the movie where you go you build your team it could be like co-op you know because there were a main four and then there's a fifth at one point but that's a he could be like an npc maybe uh but you have like maybe up to four players and you play you know one of the classes and you go through kind of what they did in the movie so i enjoyed that and i thought it was entertaining still there was one one gripe i had probably my biggest gripe i thought there was a little too much trying to sneak in those comedic jokes you know i thought they did that too many times i thought if there was a couple would be good but it seemed a little too much for my liking because i only chuckled at a couple and the rest i kind of just were like eh, i don't know why they did that so that was probably my biggest gripe of the movie and the very beginning i was confused but i think once you kind of saw once they got to the what was his name uh forge and they realized Forge was actually had the wrong intentions just for himself, you know, being greedy oh, yeah. and stuff. That's when it started to make sense. But up to that point, I was a little confused as well about what was happening. And then they kind of got there, like once they got out of, of those dudes who were going to chop their heads off and then the story started, like to me, that's when it like the adventure began and then it made sense. But overall, I, I liked the movie, actually. I was I was entertained. It was cool. So those are my thoughts. Nice. It was a sorry, Matt. Um, I was just gonna say really quickly. Uh, it was a little cliche at times. I think during the movie, which was a little yeah, bit. That's another point. It, it gave it a little bit more. Like it was a little bit more uninteresting to me. Like I couldn't really get into the story compared to like Charles. He loved the movie, but <laughs> I also did, love the movie. <laughs> you love the movie, but I also thought there was a lot of like comedic like scenes that they were trying to force happen that just wasn't funny at all. Like. There was no reason that they should have been there in the first place. It just made me want to go to sleep too during when we watched it. And then <laughs> a lot, a lot of, I'm sorry if I'm being too harsh, but a lot of parts in the movie too was very like predictable. Like I knew what was going to happen and I couldn't really get into the story more in that way. Like I knew like right off the bat when they introduced that forage guy and he took in, uh, Chris Pine's daughter. I I knew exactly he was going to be like the antagonist at the end of the movie, and it it came out to be exactly that. 
it wasn't i mean it was still really cool to watch like visually like the visual effects and the camera work is amazing but yeah it just made me want to go to bed half the time well on that note <laughs> see see you think so too <laughs> no i'm just i'm just tired because i went to bed late last night um well, I would have to agree about the visual effects and everything. It was really appealing for sure. Um, I don't think either of you have played Dungeons & Dragons. Am I correct on that? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Okay, so it looks like I'm the only one who's played D&D before. Um, so I guess I'm a nerd, I guess. I've only played a couple times. Um, but actually, it is pretty fun because... There's different there's nine different classes, and Charles kind of hit hit it on the head. If you do want to know more, like Chris Prime is a human, and like there's different things you can get like plus ones, and there's like different categories like strength, wisdom, charisma, you know, all this kind of stuff. The girl was the barbarian. The other girl was a druid, so a shapeshifter. There you go. The guy was a sorcerer, and then um. The fifth guy who shows in and out is a paladin, and basically paladin is like a a holy, um, basically type build. Anyways, um, that was kind of fun because like if you have played D and D, you're like, oh, like that makes sense. That's why this person is good at this or good at this or really, you know, is really good in this area but really not good in this area, you know. And there are some things that's like, oh man, like this guy's not very confident, so therefore whenever he rolled his stats, right, his charisma must be down or his wisdom must be down, right? So there's, there was some of that going on, which was really cool and fun. Um, the plot, I mean, I would have to say, and I would have to agree with a bit of Sam's points. Um, it definitely, you could follow and tell a little bit some of what was going to happen and what was going to go on. Um, if you really just thought through it. Um, I did think the storyline was pretty good, though. Like, they definitely gave you a lot of, like, things to think about. There are some different points of view. And obviously the cinematography was good and stuff. It didn't bore me to sleep and stuff. Like, I've been wanting to watch this movie for probably a couple months now because my buddies have watched it. And I went in with it not as, like, a. I was like, okay, I'm just coming into this as I'm going to watch an action movie, adventure, and kind of chill for two hours. That's pretty much what I kind of went into it as. And honestly, if you go into it with that attitude, I feel like you won't be disappointed with the movie. That is true. I will say uh, one of the first druid scenes when uh, she kind of showed off her shape-shifting skills was pretty awesome to watch. I think it was a prison that she was trying to escape or something. And she at first like turned into a rat and then like a bird and a cat and then oh that was the second time that's after they had basically hired her to go into the castle the first time you see oh, her yeah. is whenever she uh tries she tries to save the girl as like the owl bear or whatever it's called oh like yeah that. that was like an owl bear yeah that was mm -hmm. pretty cool. yeah i also like we talked about this as well sam last night the plot was pretty predictable, I'd say. The the mm -hmm. one thing that I, there were two things I didn't at first realize Forge was going to be on the on the bad side, you know, for his own greed. I didn't see that coming, but they tell you really early on, obviously. Yeah. So, but the very first scene with him, I didn't necessarily see that coming. And then I also thought the Paladin would come back into the main fight with the Red Witch, mm -hmm. and he did not. So I did think that he also had the very end kind of scene where he catches Forge, which was pretty funny, but. I thought he'd come back into the fight like when it's at a time of desperation when they're all about to die and then he comes in and saves the day. So mm -hmm. that actually didn't happen, which I thought would. That's one thing that I got wrong about what I thought would happen. But I thought the I, I think my one of my favorite parts was the end with the reference of the dragonfly when Olga was got the, mm -hmm. the Red Witch blade. So can't mm -hmm. cure unless you have that tablet and you know um i i can't remember his name the main chris pines guy i don't even remember his name the main character when he was there and he's thinking you know we're going to use this tablet to resurrect you know my wife because that's the whole reason why he even got himself into this entire plot 
And then, you know, Olga's sitting there and obviously his daughter, because Olga's been the, the mother figure to his daughter. And like the Dragonfly reference said, let it go. Because, you know, he's the one who got his wife killed and his daughter. I mean, while I'm sure his daughter would love to have her real mom back, never really knew her. But Olga has been that mother figure for her. And so he did this for her, not him. And I mm -hmm. thought that kind of little last reference there was really good. Something else that Autumn brought up, though, to me, another thing was when the druid was beating up the witch, she said it looked just like Hulk doing oh, the yeah, same thing. And she I said agree. she got bothered by that. I've never, she never ever seen those was, movies, so I couldn't say that. But that was another thing I wanted to, to bring up. It, I thought yeah. that was a, a fascinating point. It just, looked just it, like Hulk beating up someone. Uh, she got bothered that it like looked the same as that. Person. Oh, 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 oh. Gotcha, it like gotcha. looked the, yeah, like the I almost don't... exact same fight scene, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think said, that was, so. I don't think that was needed to just show the witch getting beaten up like that. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was think, weird too, I feel like it would have been awesome if, like, I don't I mean, never mind, it's a kid's movie, but, like, you know, she just ripped, ripped in half. That'd be kind of sick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. Or just all of a sudden, like, I don't know, like, it would have been cool if, like, just freaking hugged her. You know, just like a football. Yeah, uh, yeah hugged her somewhere. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that or just, like, take her away somewhere. I would have been yeah a little bit better I think but the whole yeah the whole ending I just didn't think was I thought it was just like underwhelming well, you know I mean I actually liked the ending I thought like I thought it was good that you this is the whole movie the main character Chris Pine like he has like not alternative motives but like he's like yeah I'm doing this for you guys but then take something for himself like that's the whole point that's how he got into the mess right is he was selfish he took gold when he wasn't supposed to, right? Sure. And at the very end, instead of being selfish and maybe, you know, getting his wife back, he gave his daughter, like, her quote-unquote mom back, which was the friend, you know? So mm -hmm. I thought that was a really good tie-in, I thought. Yeah, I actually, the actual, I feel like the kind of the fight, especially between the sorcerer, and the Red Witch was a little underwhelming for me, but I mean, I still think this, the cinematics throughout the movie were so good. You can, it can kind of get away with that, but for yeah, like maybe a one of a, I know that wasn't the last fight because how they actually got her was, you know, the daughter came in with the thing, but like the Sorcerer and Red Witch fight because like, oh, the Sorcerer found his power. I thought it'd be a little bit more epic than it was. Yeah. Just, just hand I fighting. Too. I don't know. It was a little lame, to be honest. Well, and also too, like my thing is like, he got the helmet right to work. Yeah. He's like super powerful. And then like he's like, cool, used it, threw it away. I was like, Yeah, he did all of that work. That Wait, that's yeah, that's actually a great I wanted to bring that up. I was talking a lot, we were talking about a lot last night. A couple of things. One, how he got the power to get the helmet seemed maybe a little lame because he kind of just I mean, I know it was himself, but all he did was kind of just slap the guy and it's like, oh wow, now I'm really powerful. You know, maybe there wasn't there wasn't that moment necessarily that really made it seem like, oh, my gosh, he can actually do this. It was a little underwhelming. And then the other thing was, yeah, that helmet. I, I don't know for sure. This is just what I made. I thought I got from it, but I know Autumn and Sam weren't sure about it. Was the helmet a one time use? Because why else would you throw it away like that? That makes I, I thought yeah, I thought maybe it can only get used very... once and then it was done. And that's why I didn't think it was a one time use. I okay. mean whenever they talked about it, it didn't seem like it was, but I Yeah, I why else would you throw it away then? Yeah, I remember if it's that powerful. A few times in the movie, um the character's name is Simon. I remember he tried to use the helmet a few times before he like finally got like the power to actually like use his potential. So I don't really understand why he was able to use it once and then he just kind of threw it away near the end of the movie. So that, that made And it seemed like he like stopped time and did other stuff. So it's like, okay, like that's actually pretty dope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was something, I mean, I think in every movie you can kind of pick and critique things, especially action movies, I'd say. Like the one movie, I don't know if you guys are excited to see, like I'm excited to see Oppenheimer, you know? Oh, me too. I, 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 know, I, I feel like we'll have less plot holes because they go off of historical events, right? And, like, it's of yeah. what actually happened. Whereas, like, the adventure ones, you know, you kind of put plot holes in. Like, I assume the new Mission Impossible just came out. 
we could have plot holes, you know, stuff like that. So, Definitely. which is, which is why sometimes I wish like they would just like ask regular old Joes who are not in the movie business to come and like listen or watch something like, Hey, what do you think about this? How can we change it? Like, Oh, maybe you don't go to the helmet. Maybe you have to use it. Oh, thanks guys. I, you know, I always I don't know. That too, uh, <laughs> you know, just little tidbits and part of the movie that is off plot wise, but I totally agree with you. Um, I was talking with everyone after the movie too. I was like, I really want to go see Oppenheimer too, just because it, it would be based strictly on like historical events. There's mm-hmm. not a way to mess it up too badly. And it's a Christopher Nolan movie, so that's also does yeah. it pretty good. Shout out, shout out to a good actor too. Um, I I mean, as I thought Forge and the Red Witch, they were really great together. I did too. Forge's actor, Hugh Grant. Um, he I think he did a really good job at his role. Um, he's a really good like presenter and kind of show off and he did a good job like portraying like his kind of sides of being like greedy and selfish towards people. But I think he did a pretty good job with his role. So shout out to him. All right. Last thing I would say. Favorite character and overall rating. Who would like to go first? Ooh, favorite character in the movie. Um it's a good question. Well, I, I just, I mean, I just kind of talked about him. I I guess I'm being a little harsh with the movie. I didn't really like super, like my eyes didn't light up or anything when I saw any other characters in the movie. But whenever Ford showed up and like he was like talking or like persuading with someone, I thought that was pretty cool. That or like the whenever the Red Witch had like a scene going on, the visual effects that came with that would usually be pretty fun too. But she was pretty like, she came off as really like, mysterious and, creepy but forge was definitely my guy he's awesome i thought he had a really nice smile so credit to him for that uh as for a rating though for the movie i still think it wasn't the greatest i mean it didn't get my attention there was there was a few different tidbits that could have been improved on the movie but overall i think it was solid like i can't let it be too bad the budget for the movie was actually $150 million and probably a hundred of that went to the visual effects too. Cause I feel like they put a lot of time into that, but uh, as for a rating though, I'd probably give it maybe like a five, 5.5 5. Mm-hmm. wasn't too bad. It wasn't great, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do you want to go Charles or me? You can go, Matt. Uh, my favorite character, I would say, I really like the Chris Pine kind character. I know he's the main character, but like, I saw a little bit of myself in him because, like, not 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 the selfish part. I don't think I'm a selfish human being. <laughs> um, but like the funny, like, hey, I'm coming up with plans. Um, he, you could tell he kind of likes to mess with people in his group a little bit. And I feel like I'm kind of do that too sometimes. Um, I think Charles and Sam can, they can probably say I, I do that sometimes. I like to poke the bear a little bit. Um, but I really liked his character. And I've always liked Chris Pine as an actor. So it is kind of hard for me to like not like him whenever he's in movies. I'm like, oh man, like he's really good. Or dang, I really like this guy. So I would say Chris Pine for sure. My rating I'd be a little bit more generous than Sam, but I, I mean, I would say it's probably six and a half. I would say just because I really like the visual effects. It was a good movie to just like, kind of like just chill and not think about things. And there was action and it didn't feel, it wasn't a slow movie. Like all of a sudden I was like into it. And like, I paused the movie just to be like, man, like what is like, I want to know where I'm at. And I was already like an hour and a half in. I was like, Oh shoot. It felt like it was only 20 minutes. So I'd say six and a half or seven for me. I would agree with Matt. I think I gave it a seven and I think that I feel pretty good about that. And for me, I think that's, I think having a little bit more of a predictable story in a movie for me is better because Autumn can tell you this, especially it was really bad with Harry Potter. If I'm confused, I would ask a bazillion questions and I know it just, it would, (laughs) Autumn would get frustrated after a bit. So 
I know a movie like with a bunch of questions is, can still be a good thing, but I tend to get confused easily with how I, I think. And sometimes that makes it not as enjoyable for me. This movie was a little bit more straightforward, which I liked because the action I think made up for it. And so I would give it a seven. I would watch it again. I think my favorite character was probably the paladin because I liked kind of how. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really funny how yes. he's so noble, but like literal and just, it was just mm -hmm. his kind of. Uh, the one that sticks to me was when I think it was Olga said that son of a, you know, B word. And he was like, so his mom was a, you know, and it was just so, cause like he didn't like know what it meant. It was just so like that kind of humor he had was really funny. Yeah. And then I forgot he's got something him. up his yeah. sleeve. And then he goes, the only thing up my sleeve is my arm. It's, it's just so funny. And so was, he was my well, favorite. Was that was actually pretty would, funny. And it was funny too, because he would hear all of what Chris Pine was saying. And then he's I, know. Like, oh, I hate him. And he just smiles. And then, you know, when push came to shove, he did save him, you know, exactly. but oh, dang it. Uh, that's a good character. Never mind. Uh, I won't change my answer, but yeah. those that's two are definitely my favorite. Those two are my favorite. 100%. That's another gripe. I wish he had more of a role personally, too, but too. maybe like the... that would have been fun if he would have come back in. I mean, granted, he was kind of OP, not going to lie. <laughs> His, yeah, uh, I guess the, the, maybe uh, relays a Dungeons and Dragons, but he left because he said it's your quest. So I don't know if that's, you know. Makes well, sense I know Dungeons and Dragons, but... you can have people come help you, but when it is your quest, like usually, oh, yeah. like usually, people don't join. I mean, like, granted, like if it's your friends and buddies, like obviously, it's like people join. But like within the actual quest, like when you're going through things, you can meet different people, and they can help you with a certain part of the quest, but they don't join your party. Right. They just so like, okay, now that's you're what way, so. he did. Makes sense. For me personally, I just wish he had a bigger role, and he joined them for the rest of the movie. But yeah, the I mean, it obviously worked cool, out. I in, but yeah, yeah. I, I would do one last a strong point I want to say, and I told Sam this yesterday. So this is our second movie Monday, and if I had to rate just off of a movie, I think this movie was better than the Mario movie, and that made Sam absolutely not. Happy. not. Absolutely not. I don't yeah. know what do you what do you think, Matt? I think Paul's this movie a big argument. I think this movie as a movie Mario was movie better than the Mario movie. I I really do. I did not. I didn't. I like. I mean, more. because it's Mario, and I'm biased. I would watch that one again over this one. But as a strict movie itself, I thought this was better than the Mario movie. The Mario movie was too chaotic. Like I said, it was all over the place. There were kind of things just happened. I mean, it yeah, was as a as a strict movie. I would say this one is better. Dungeons and Dragons is better. Yes. Just because, right, like, Sam. I feel like I feel like there actually was a plot and you could follow it. Whereas the Mario one, like, like you knew there was something else, and you're like, bro, what the freak is going on? I mean, granted, I understood it because you know they were doing all the different worlds in Mario and adding you know like Mario Kart and DK and Jungle Japes, you know, all this right. kind of stuff, right? Yeah, but they. So I feel like. It, well, and that's the thing, though, is Dungeons and Dragons is so big, and they could have done the same thing, but they didn't. They that's focused true. on like one thing, and I think that's that was better. Does that I, make sense? Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. But I do think, contrary to what you said, I think the Mario movie made it pretty clear on like what their their goal was during the movie. Part of my gripe a little bit. This is my last thought too. Well, part of a little gripe with the D and D movie was that it was pretty like linear. Like I knew exactly what was going to go on and did happen. But with the Mario movie, they basically established like this whole setting at Peach's castle, and then Toesworth came up. It was like, oh, you have to go to each different world to like find out, like find someone to like be part of your party, you know. And D and D kind of did something like that, but. I don't I like, get that vibe. I like the Mario movie. But Mario, Mario didn't go to each different world and get someone in their no. party. They just, <laughs> well, they just they did, did this. It. No, no, Bro. they did this. Hey, Peach, you want to come do this to free my brother? Yeah, sure. Okay, DK, you want to come too? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. We're gonna go get Luigi. It's, and if you don't think that they were gonna get Luigi, you're crazy. Well, it's, it's more like it's not even that. I mean, Mar that's how Mario was able to convince Peach to kind of tag along. Peach was doing it because. They got that star or whatever, so Bowser was about to take over the whole world. So it's not even yeah. like they had common. Once it was, I mean, it's more like for Peach, it was like, oh, we could save Luigi. That's like a side quest. That wasn't even her main quest. You know, it was to stop Bowser, who was, was about to, to take over yeah. the world. And, and the only reason why Peach like joined their little party was to save, like, so the Mushroom Kingdom didn't explode. And I mean, 
later on dk the reason dk went with them too is see i'm i'm confused i'm confused what you're saying about the movie (laughs) we're just gonna we already did that someone someone sam you are a very big mario guy and i totally understand that you prefer mario over dungeon dragons i think when it comes to like just a fun movie to watch with a group of people i think oh definitely mario party for sure super mario bros everyone would watch but if i want like an action cinematography cinematography one that's newer that maybe people haven't seen i would rather choose Dungeons and dragons overall like just a movie critic if i was a movie critic wise i would say that Dungeons and dragons was better than mario but as a person who likes the mario games exactly i would watch it's, that it's one totally first exactly that's literally exactly my point literally i think uh, matt nailed half, it on the head half of charles gripes though as to why I just like the Mario movie as much as D&D is because there's not enough Mario Sunshine in it. <laughs> I knew he was going to say like, that. Where That's... is Blood? Where is the where's, water? Hey, guy? where's Paper Mario at? I didn't see where's... any Paper Mario. Hey, where's I didn't sure. see Super Mario Strikers, bro. I didn't see any soccer in there. Yeah, dude. Mm. Where's like the baseball stadium where they hit dingers Shame. At? <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know. I know. I think a lot of people might have opinions about rotten tomatoes from what i've heard but mario movie i told you this sam 50 percent on rotten tomatoes dungeon dragons 90 percent. not saying there's a big of a gap but those more movie critics well, are on the same page as matt and i so rotten, rotten tomatoes is definitely a website pointed more towards like a, adult nerds too <laughs> and those adult nerds would definitely prefer a movie with like you're the adult nerd who loves mario so much freaking italian plumber you know i as much as i love mario i'll defend him till the day i die but ron tomato funny i don't think it gives it justice but no those are both good watches i'll say that's funny that's fun covering them all right episode 24 yeah i think it does it for episode 24 that's episode 24 for the movie monday movie we will see you guys Next week for a oh, are we doing a Friday flick, aren't we? Boys? We're doing a, a little oh, that's we could say this. We're doing a Friday flick and a book club two and one. Oh, Friday flick and a book club. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got hey. homework to do. Hey, we have like one more month left of summer before people go back to school. You know, we're gonna try to try to get people back on the education grind since obviously some <laughs> of us. Need to be I guess that's well. true. Yeah, yeah. Someone needs to read up. We're about to go to three episodes <laughs> a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he meant well, to say. That's what he meant to say. Oh, oh. Well, thank you guys for listening to a Wins a Win with H Double Sam Cookie and your boy Maddie B. We're excited. Thank you for all the support, and we hope to see you next episode. Peace. Peace, everybody. Hey.